You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Hello and welcome to Mando Monday, a Star Wars special podcast of uh, Walt's apartment where we break down this last week's episode of The Mandalorian. This week we're talking about Chapter 10. came out on Friday and it's called The Passenger. It was 41 minutes long, so last week we got one that was like 51, 54, somewhere around there. So these episodes these chapters are substantially longer than last season so that's awesome this one was directed by Peyton Reed and written by Favreau so Peyton Reed he's a new director this season we didn't see him last season definitely this episode had a slightly different spin to it different vibe different feeling Um, so this is Amber and I'm here with Jade And we're just going to briefly break this down, maybe 10 to 15 minutes, um, and talk about maybe where we're going next. So, right off the bat, he's cruising away from uh, the settlement where he just helped slay the crate dragon. Cruising on his little bike thing, comes up to this canyon, somebody's laying a trap for him, obviously. They're coming after the child, he gets ambushed, there's this little... Uh, moment where we fear for the child's safety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he goes flying. The Mando goes flying, but you know he could take care of himself. Yeah, uh, but I like yelled out for the child. Yeah. I was like, "No, the baby!" <laughs> <laughs> um, and he kind of runs off to hide. Yeah, and there's multiple enemies trying to get at them, and Mando's fighting them off, and somebody's coming after the child and there's some tense moments, but then some comedy moments with the Mm -hmm. jetpack. Yep. Mando, um, one of the bounty hunters, we assume are bounty hunters. They're coming after the child ends up being the last one that Mando hasn't knocked out or subdued in some way. He has a knife to the child's head and the Mandalorian basically says, I'll give you whatever you want. Just don't hurt the child. And then he asked for his jetpack in whatever language that might have mm-hmm, been. Mm-hmm. So Mando sits down his jetpack. He, uh, the bounty hunter, sets down the child and then takes the jetpack and starts running off. Mando kind of checks and makes sure the child is okay. Sweet little moment mm-hmm. there. And then as he's running off, Mando kind of sends the jetpack flying <laughs> and then kind of brings it back to him like a drone after the bounty hunter falls from the sky. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, so then he ends up having to hike it, pack it in the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. He shows up at the cantina um, with our our girl, the uh, – what's her name? I always keep forgetting it. Uh, anyways, the mechanic. Uh, she's in the cantina playing cards, some sabak with a Dr. Mandible. 
mm-hmm. this giant ant-like species, which is a huge Ant-Man nod because the director, Peyton Reed, directed Ant-Man. Um, so I thought that was very clever. Nice little Easter egg there. Dr. Mandible, hilarious name. Just great. And then you can also notice that she's sitting in the infamous Han Solo seat in that same cantina. And they're also playing Sabacc, which is how uh, Han Solo won the Millennium mm-hmm. Falcon. Yes. So a lot of nods there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some interaction. He's kind of bummed out that he's now lost all the leads to other Mandalorians. And then there's some back and forth um, where they say, actually, we might know of some other Mandalorians. If yes. you The ant-like up. creature says, if you cover my bet, uh-huh. I'll give you some leads. So. Mandalorian, of course, covers the bet. And then the mechanic that owned the area where the Mandalorian was getting his ship worked on ended up winning all the money. (laughs) Yeah. So um, they say they have a contact that'll show up. Uh, They show up and we find out it's this frog lady. It's what she's known as (laughs) the frog lady. Um, who happens to know of a Mandalorian enclave um, in a nearby system the Colobin system, and she needs passage to the moon of Trask um, to find her husband to fertilize her eggs or her spawn, I think is what it's yep. labeled. Um, but they can't travel through hyperspace, so they have to kind of limp along at kind of a normal speed, which puts them in a lot of risk, a lot of danger. So you see them going through uh, space, traveling, taking naps, because it's obviously going to take a long time now. And they get approached by two X-Wings. And mm-hmm. there's some kind of tense um, banter there. Yes. Like they're trying to get information. <laughs> He's trying to get around giving them information. Uh, very tense back and forth. They then um, pull up from his ping. Uh, you know, the ship's been to the sector where the prison uh, ship had been broken into and yeah so they go to a different channel say some things and then you see the x-wings kind of engage yeah they're foils yes they come apart and then that's how the mando kind of realizes that Mm -hmm. things are about to get a little tense (laughs) yeah yeah so uh he decides to evade to this nearby planet that you can see close by um but of course you know he can't go into hyperspace um can't really fight well against two x-wings So he gets heavily damaged, but he ends up finding a place where he can hide, um, plops his ship down. It's um, just a wreck, literally a wreck. Um, So the... the And then when he plops his ship down, the ice kind of, because this is an ice planet that he lands on, it kind of starts caving in because of the weight of the ship and they fall through into this little tunnel system. Mm -hmm. And at this point, the ship is like there's a hole in the... Uh Hold the ship. Yeah. (laughs) And then it's getting cold. So they're worried about freezing overnight. So they end up finding, you know, trying to get blankets and rations and are eating. And, um, or before that, he goes down to check on the eggs, Mm -hmm. um, after the wreck. And, uh, and the child. And the child (laughs) is discovered there just slurping down the soon to be children of the frog lady uh, horrifying the mando and getting scolded um but this seems to now happen throughout the episode the same scenario over and over again the child sneaks into a position to be able to get at the (laughs) 
the spawn of the frog lady and just like slurps them. Like there's juicy noises and it's just almost <laughs> like gory, like this weird, like gross vibe to yeah. it. But he's just eating, you know, um, and they're obviously just absolutely delectable. So he's <laughs> just every chance he can get, he's sneaking like a little deviled egg. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that keeps happening throughout as a little bit of comic relief, but also kind of horror relief, I guess. Um, there comes a moment um, where she notices this droid, Zero the droid's kind of carcass is on the ship still. She, the Mando falls asleep. She plugs in somehow to Zero the droid and uses it as an interpreter um, to talk to the Mandalorian because he couldn't understand her language previously. So she kind of calls him out, like, you made a promise. You know, it's the Mandalorian way to honor one's promise. You know, that's part of the code. Perhaps that was just a story for children. So pretty much calling out, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, you gave our your word for this. You need to see me through. These are the last of my lineage. These eggs represent the last of my family. Like, pretty makes it even more gruesome that the child is slurping down the babies left and right. Yeah. And you kind of, like, once she says the thing about a a tale for children, you kind of have this moment where he looks over at the child, and then he gets up and Mm -hmm. has a purpose to fix the ship as fast as he can. So he's out there, obviously, working on the ship for a while. The frog lady apparently sneaks off, and the child alerts him that she has, and he goes using his kind of heat-sensitive goggles or something. He tracks her through the caverns, and they find her naked in, like, a hot tub. Like a natural hot springs, just mm-hmm. floating her eggs in there. They're all getting like warm and sauna like, right? Yeah. Um, so he's like trying to scoop up the eggs. He says it's not safe here, and you kind of see the child reaching for the eggs, trying to grab one of them yeah. to slurp it down. Yeah. And then it's- you know, he says, Nope, that's not allowed. Mm-hmm. And then the child kind of walks off towards the little like kind of pod things that are all over this cave. So he breaks one open and starts eating something inside that looks all green and gooey Slimy. and gross. And he's just slurping it away. And it's then, like a little octopus or something. Yeah, because Mandalorian's kind of collecting the eggs and helping her do that. You kind of start seeing them kind of shake. And then there's like this, oh, no, what's going to happen moment. And then spiders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spiders like, everywhere. <laughs> just hatching out of these pods and coming surrounding the them and yeah. like all different sizes. And then there was one giant one. Yeah, it must have been, like, the mama. Anyway, like, a scene from a horror movie. Like, legit, I was like, whoa, (laughs) we just went there in a Star Wars show. Like, this is straight-up horror movie vibes. Like, creepy old horror movie vibes, though, that are, like, kind of tongue-in-cheek in in a way, but then also super creepy because they're spiders. Hello? Yeah. And alien spiders with these weird mouths with lots of teeth and, like, ooh. So it was just, like, a weird episode for... (laughs) Those reasons. Yeah, this is not the first time we've seen spiders in the canon of Star Wars today, though. We have seen them in the show Rebels, an animated series. The only difference between those spiders and these spiders is these ones are obviously susceptible to blaster fire. So that was lucky for the Mandalorian. And we also saw them in Jedi Fallen Order, a video game where the main character has to fight some giant spider species on the planet Kashyyyk. Each of these spider species look very different from the one we saw in Mandalorian, but they all definitely resembled spiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're not sure if they're the the Krynaw that we've seen before or maybe a subspecies um, or something different. They look enough alike for us to go, hmm, okay, 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty much your classic horror movie, like arachnophobia ensues, <laughs> and they're just chasing them through the cavern, trying to eat them, kill them. Yeah. Uh, just, it's nuts. So you see the frog lady um, straight up hop. Like she gets down on all fours in a way and just starts leaping even through because she can move faster that way. Yeah. And the Mandalorian's carrying her spawn and the child all at the same time while trying to run and shoot the spiders with his blaster. Yeah. And, and then it's explosives yeah. to, to cause a cave in to try and stop them. But still they're coming. They get back to the ship. Yeah. He throws some of uh, the sh- explosives on the larger spider, which is a lot larger than any of the other ones. And he kind of, Hits it right in the face and you think, okay, that one's down for the count. They might be okay. They get back to the ship and he's kind of fighting them off, gets inside, gets them all up into like the cockpit to kind of hold up there because there's just way too many spiders to fight off, just the Mando himself. And then he's trying to take off as best he can, but then the giant spider makes a comeback and lands right on his ship, making it impossible for him to take off. So, you know, obviously yeah. some panic They're happens. They're cracking through the glass. Yeah. Like, you think all is lost. Like, seriously, what is he going to do? Is the mm-hmm. child going to use some kind of force maneuver to try and give them time to get away? Like, what is going to happen? Because it really seems pretty dire. Yeah. And then right when all seems lost, those X-Wings swoop back in. Well, you don't know that they're X-Wings right away, right? Something's blasting the spiders off the ship. Yeah, so you kind of have this moment of what is that? Who is that? Who is, that? is it some kind of mm-hmm. indigenous people that are kind of saving him? You don't really know until he heads outside, blasting a few spiders along the way. Yep. And then he steps outside the hole in his hall. Hole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hole. The hole in his hall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, you see the two X-Wing pilots. And they which kind of saved I his life. Forgot to mention who they were. So it was Trapper Wolf, which is Filoni's character that we saw in season one mm-hmm. during the prison uh, breakout scenes, and Captain Carson Tiva. Um, and I didn't write down the actor, the Korean actor that plays him, but he plays in that new show, Kim's Convenience. It's kind of a comedy series that's pretty funny. And he is known for doing cosplay doing Star Wars cosplay even. And somehow this weird connection happened with Filoni um, and Deborah Chow, one of the directors from last season, who was friends with this actor and knew he was a big Star Wars fan. And and Filoni was a big Kim, Kim Convenience fan of that comedy stuff. So they hooked up and he said, oh, I'm going to put you in The Mandalorian. <laughs> and so there he is. He actually gets to be in Star Wars. I love yeah. those kind of little stories where people are fans and somehow end up in the shows. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Dream. So, <laughs> yeah. If anybody's out there and you got connections, <laughs> we'd love to be in a Star Wars show. Um, anyway, so the X-Wings to the rescue. Um, they kind of explain that their security records are are now kind of a wash. Mm. Yeah, they kind of explain that they know exactly what the Mandalorian and his ship did. Mm-hmm. But they acknowledge that while he broke a prisoner out, he also helped subdue three other people they were after on their most wanted list. So they basically said, you know, we're going to call it good and even mm-hmm. from that. You know, we understand there's a lot of things going on in the galaxy right now. A lot of disarray, like was like was talked about last season and everything. So... They realized that Mando wasn't such a bad guy after all. Yeah. So it seems like maybe now in the Republic's records, he's squared. Yes. Um, but he is like, well, you know, 
then you maybe owe me a bounty for those three prisoners I locked up for you. Why don't you help me fix my ship and we'll call it good? You know, he's trying to throw it back a little bit, you know, more there. Um, And they're like, yeah, no. (laughs) Make sure you get that beacon fixed on your ship before we shoot you out of the sky the next time we see you, you know, kind (laughs) of thing. So funny kind of banter there. And then you see the Razor Crest kind of limping back into space. And... The last scene, the child is sneakily retrieving an egg he had stashed in his robe to Mm -hmm. have a little snacky snack when everybody goes to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, the funny thing is he kind of glances back at like the whole pod full of eggs and then like turns around and slurps one. (laughs) Yeah, out of his pocket. Like, oh gosh, oh, it's just so like funny yet cringy at the same time but just so good because it's just like instinctual right there's instincts he's a he's a child you know he needs something to eat but oh it's just kind of so creepy and juicy gross like when he does it and yeah so okay any other callbacks things to point out or um, things we're gonna see next we think Next, well, I obviously think he's going to drop the passenger off at the planet she's trying to get to. And, you know, there might be a little reunion scene there between her and her husband. Not really sure on that part. Mm -hmm. And then he will probably head to whatever planet the Mandalorians are headed, like, hold up on. And So I'm wondering if this moon that they're talking about that her husband has settled on because it's habitable for their species. Mm -hmm. It's obviously going to be a water planet. We see in the previews for this season... He's on a barge yeah. on what looks like a pretty vast sea of some kind. So maybe a lot of the planets or places in that sector are more water-based. Yep. And then you see him on a ship as well in the kind of trailers. So, you mm-hmm. know, that might be where they're heading next. Yeah. yeah. And that's also kind of an area where we see the hooded figure watching them. Mm-hmm. That's potentially a, a Jedi in hiding. Yeah. I Wasn't it like kind of speculated that it was going to be Sabine from... The Rebel series, because the actor kind of looks similar. Oh, I hadn't seen that speculation. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. And she's a Mandalorian. Yep. She's a Mandalorian, House of Ren. Okay. That would be an interesting thing. Yes. So I would like to address that I saw a lot of backlash for this episode from a lot of Star Wars fans because they kind of felt like it was more of a filler episode. But I would just like to give my opinion, which is that It kind of was a filler episode in a way, but it was also kind of necessary because before this episode, we knew that the Mandalorian was kind of on the like New Republic's list Mm -hmm. and their radar and his ship was going to be definitely something was going to happen there if they had caught up with him. So not only was he an enemy of the Empire, but also the New Republic. So, you know, I think this was a really good episode that kind of showed that he is now free and clear in their eyes. And then also it kind of built on the Mandalorian and the child's relationship and mm-hmm. kind of built more depth into the Mandalorian's character. Yeah. And that father code. figure kind of piece comes mm-hmm. a lot more into play here because of the like, no, no, no kind yeah. of stuff. And, and then also that he wanted to help this passenger out, even though it was an inconvenience for him. And he was most likely to get tracked down easier when mm-hmm. going into hyperspace and how he protected her and yeah. tried to protect her eggs as best he could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you're going to have episodes that are, that are not as action packed or yeah. not as like, aw- like 
huge drops like we got Boba Fett in the first like you're not going to have those huge moments every episode you you have to have episodes that are more developmental and that was what one of this was you know but it also had an interesting spin on it like Mm -hmm. it was very unique not only for the Mandalorian like series but for Star Wars in general like that kind of vibe that held throughout this episode that kind of almost horror movie but tongue-in-cheek with the giant ant vibe right like yeah like kind of like classic horror movie like hitchcocky or you know like that type of stuff so i thought it was very fun yeah which i think the mandalorian has done really well they've kind of taken all these different genres and kind of Mm -hmm. laced in different things like horror now (laughs) yeah and i mean there's no other way to describe it that's all i can think of to equate it to is like horror movie vibe (laughs) yeah (laughs) so we got our first star wars horror well that's not Uh, true exactly either okay but let's not go there (laughs) we could open a whole can of worms about the yeah okay Okay. (laughs) so that's it that's all we got for you today so tune in next week uh we'll talk about chapter 11 um for Mando Mondays, and and also you can find the whole Walt's apartment crew uh, live on Facebook and Instagram on Wednesday evenings. Um, if you'd like to follow us on social media, I am at Amber Atin Cosplay on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm at SnipsJR on Instagram. And also, you know, if you're a big fan of the Mandalorian merch and whatnot, go check out Mando Monday, which is also like kind of a merch drop every Monday after a Mandalorian episode. So last week it was uh, the Mandalorian and the child riding on the back of a Banta. It was like a pop figure. It was super cute. Oh, yeah, and every week, it's not just one thing they're rolling yeah. out. Like, it is dozens of mm-hmm. amazing merch for the holiday season. I've already ordered Jade for Christmas quite a few items. I'm oh. not gonna lie. <laughs> I've also ordered myself quite a few items. I'm not gonna lie. There's some really cute stuff coming out. So Check it out, mandomondays.com. It's also on the Star Wars store, um, through Disney store, everywhere. Get the merch. It's amazing. It's adorable. It's awesome. All right. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week.